I literally just walked into the studio. That's right. Thank you. Let the chips all special. Ooh, that's me. Shine a light on me. Shine a light on whom? Let the chips all special. Shine a light on. Good. Good New Year, new decade, and aloha, Biscuiteers. It has been way too long. I am so happy to be back. That's right. It is I, Chuck Sauce, and we are Biscuits and Gravy. We haven't been on the air since last decade. That's right. We Holy smokes, baby. You hear that, Biscuiteers? Holy last smokes. decade. But now we're back. Dad jokes in full effect today, everybody. <laughs> And as is tradition, we're as both tradition. we're both wearing our traditional biscuits and gravy garb. Yep, last which, night's clothes, which is the clothes that we wore last night. And we are doing this live as we will do every Wednesday of this decade at the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater right here at 333 Dairy Road. Oh my goodness, could you can you imagine us being here in 10 years still doing Biscuits and Gravy? Uh, totally. I am officially running we'll be up for to, President of the United States. That's what I'll be doing in 10 years. <laughs> we'll be up to like episode 1000 or something <laughs> like that. We, you know, this is our 192nd episode. We are almost getting at 200 apps. Huh? We're almost up to the big 200. Big 200. And we could not have done it without our fans and without the support of lovely, community-minded, celebrity sponsors that have been with us for all these years. So big shout-out to some of my favorite community-minded celebrity sponsors mm-hmm. like... Benedict Cumberbatch's Slumber Mattress, <laughs> available exclusively at Chris Tucker's Mattresses. And also, let's not forget about Jeremy Irons Irons. You'll be impressed with Jeremy Irons yeah! Irons. Woo! And I got one I didn't write down. How about Matt Groening's Grain? All right. that's That deserves to be written down. Matt that Gr- needs to be etched in cuneiform Matt Groening- so that could be saved for years to come. In different languages? Yeah. Uh, Matt Groening's grain for the best whole wheat dough. <laughs> Whoa, I don't know about that one. How about Little John's Maid Service? They'll clean everything from the windows to the walls. From the windows to the walls to the sweat drops down your walls. Isn't the aren't windows traditionally in walls? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> traditionally, but you don't know what Little John looks like. So from a window How to a wall, have a window without just a wall. from the center of the window into to the to the radius of the yeah the wall the radius right, of the wall to the circumference of the window. Wow, would we're be really the wall. we're really breaking down these uh, rap songs here. It's like uh, the R. Kelly song <laughs> mid two thousand. I got rap food songs. everywhere as if the party were catered. Like R. Kelly is like individually making quiches for everybody he comes over before he rapes them. How about Glenn Close's closets? Looking for the best closets. You're getting close. That makes way more sense. We're having a good time, and I have one of my boys here. Oh, yeah. That's you, Vincent Fody. How about Benedict Cumberbatch's blessings? You can't spell benediction without Benedict. Oh, Lord. Do we have one heck of a show for you today? Thanks for tuning in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the, the voice of gravy. You're on a gravy train with Biscuit Wheel. This is the year Biscuits and Gravy has got to become number one. I am sick and tired of Trance and Mackey, those communist nut jobs, always making number one. Number two! We're number two. 
We got to be number one this year. Maybe we this do year. It. We'll see. We got to do it, baby. In the studio today is the sultry voice of my co-host, my cohort, my co-something. Could not do the show without him. Vincent Fody, Vincent Fody, welcome to the Storage Pixels and Gravy Amphitheater. Thank you. It's good to be back. Ah, after it's our, good to have you back. Our Christmas hiatus. Mm. We were. Uh, Can you say hiatus on the air? <laughs> <laughs> I want to get hiatus. Ooh. Uh, yeah, as everybody knows, uh, two weeks ago, Yee-haw! Wednesday was Christmas or Christmas Day. And then it was New Year's and then, Eve. And then it was New Year's Eve, so. Through no far- fault of our own, we uh, were not able to do the show for two whole weeks. Two but now weeks. It's good to be back. It's 2020, Chuck. Man, I hope President Trump calls today. It'd be great to talk to him. It would be. <laughs> it would be something. Um, now, why don't you tell our folks listening uh, at home, abroad, and all the ships sailing at sea? <laughs> You tell them why they could call us or why they could email us. Well, first of all, whether you're at home, in your car, at work, or crocheting in your bathtub, give us a call at 808-873-3435. Again, that number is 808-873-3435. Did you have to, or, you have to look at the Yeah, stuff. I'm like really, After all these I'm years, like you still don't today. know the phone number? It just helps. It helps. But there's a lot of reasons to call us. First of all, you can give us uh, a little serve report. That's right. Where's your favorite place to eat on island? Where's your least favorite place to eat on island? I want to hear about it. If you want to talk about lizard people and how they're infiltrating our world to throw over the government and to make humans be oppressed slaves, give us a call at 808-873-3435. I don't know if you got that article that I sent you last night. Oh, yeah. But uh, Iranians are worried that the United States (laughs) government are using lizards against them. uh, Oh, oh, oh dear. We're We're getting a phone call already? Wow, this is... Unprecedented. Good morning and aloha. Caller number five, you're live. This is the Biscuits and Gravy 2020. All is well, boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's 2020 Trump. Oh, good old Trumpy Trump. How are you doing today, President? I'm great. I'm just hanging out in my bathtub, crocheting a little bit. <laughs> oh, nice. What are you crocheting? One of those hats that the lady protesters wear. <laughs> and then you can grab it. He must make the hat yeah, so quickly because yeah, your hands every day, are so day. big. <laughs> right, yeah. Is it hard to crochet because your hands are so big? You know, Vince, they made special needles for my big hands. Oh, wow. Oh, it must be those big crocheting needles. Of course. <laughs> We've all seen them. I didn't know they were oh, made just for you. They were made for Trumpy Boy only. <laughs> nice. Now I, I can imagine a spin-off series called That Darned President. I'm sure that you've uh you've been pretty busy lately. Um I heard that you uh committed a war crime and then threatened to commit another war crime. What's going on over there, President Trump? I don't know. I just played thirty six holes of golf yesterday. I mean things are pretty good in my life. Oh yeah. <laughs> we got a we got a lot of uh golf courses here on Maui. As a matter of fact, we have golf courses right on the ocean. That's what I call apartheid. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Trump likes that joke. <laughs> so uh how's how's everything going over at the White House? I I'm sure you're being like swamped with calls and everything. I I I like to think that you've got everything under control. Absolutely. Everything over here is all right. It's under control. Nothing to worry about. And uh, as you know that 
we here at Biscuits and Gravy, we restore, we we record every week in the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater. Now, I just want to get an assurance from you that um, because this is a historic cultural site, that we're still going to be safe. Yeah, Trump, didn't you say you would start bombing Iran's historic cultural sites first? Yeah, I'm not going to touch Maui's cultural sites. Don't worry, boys. And it can and happen. We've got Star Wars protecting you guys. Okay? Oh, nice. Space Force is all around about. Gotta love Star Wars. Did you see the new Star Wars, Mr. Trump? I haven't. I haven't seen it yet. Is it good? It's pretty good. Pretty good, aren't you? Good. Yeah, Chuck and I saw it, so we'll be talking about that later on uh, Spoiler Alert. I don't know if you'll like it because the bad guys don't win. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This is ridiculous. <laughs> But, you know, uh, Palpatine has his moment in the sun. So He's that's, a little ugly. That's always good. He's a big uggo in that movie. Gotta love the Empire. So any anything you yeah. want to uh, wish us for 2020? Look, boys, this is going to be the greatest decade in American history. I believe, believe it. Believe me. I believe it. I, uh, I think it's going to be a great decade for white people. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. And look, we're going to make America gravy again. They're, instead of the roaring 20s, they're going to be called this the ladling 20s. Oh, oh, I love it. You heard it here first, folks. The ladling 20s. Mr. Trump ladling out a little bit of advice of his own. That's right. That's right, boys. I'm, I'm full of advice, full of wisdom. All right. Well, any other uh, little uh, advice nuggets you want to drop on us before we get back to the show? I do want to clarify one thing, one thing people have been talking about over the last six months. What's that? You know, I say that I'm a stable genius, and right. I am. Okay, boys? I'm a stable genius. I know everything there is to know about housing horses, okay? <laughs> stable, I'm a genius. Right, and uh, I think... Uh... I think that's uh, that goes. I think goes our listeners say. really appreciated that one, Trump. Yeah, be- because people who are both stable and geniuses, it's it's well known that they always go around assuring people that they are not only stable but also geniuses. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. And I want your Mockawell listeners to know that I can help them with their stable problems. <laughs> you're just like me, Trump. You want to let people know that you're the smartest buffalo in the room. Have you ever been uh, horse riding in Mockawell? No, but I would love to do it sometime. It's very nice, fantastic. actually. Yeah, I took a, I took my girlfriend horse riding for uh, her birthday. Oh, this, it sounds like you have a stable relationship. Year, yeah. <laughs> oh! I see what you did there, Chuck. That was clever. That was clever. That was very good. I'm the best, Trumpy boy. Chuck is a stable comedy well, Trump, genius. Trump, as always, thanks for uh, investing our money, not in schools or infrastructure, but in the Space Force to defeat the lizards. And uh, thanks for bringing peace abroad. By dumping really expensive bombs on uh, poor people. Again, I really appreciate that. You are welcome. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks for calling us, and uh, you have a great 2020. I'm sure we'll be hearing from you soon. All right, you boys too. Have a good one. All right, have All a right. good one. Always great to hear from the from the president of the United so States. So great to hear from Trump. You know, I'm actually losing my voice a little bit today. It's so oh, terrible. Really? Yeah. Well, why don't you let me uh, carry the the bulk of the show, Rosie O'Donnell. Just this once, guys. You know, I would like if to you're think... feeling if you're feeling encumbered, you could always turn to Benedict Cumberbatch's Pack Mules, and then you can get unencumbered. I would like to thank our good friends down at Cindy Crawford's Mole Sauce. Cindy Crawford's Mole Sauce. You got a little something and, on your face. And also, Helen Hunt's rifles. Her rifles are as good as it gets. Ooh. You can buy them upstairs at the gun store. 
Ammunition, I believe. Is Ammunition. That's a good old one. Oh, man. So, Chuck. Yeah, dude. How was your uh, Christmas and New Year's? Uh, Pretty good. I got really drunk at a Mexican restaurant <clears throat> and then got more drunk and lit off fireworks and then went home before the police were out. And I was uh, in bed by 8, home by 11. Did we hang say. out on Christmas? Uh, yeah, we at Ted's house, I think, or was it Christmas Eve? Oh, yeah, we did. And then, so friends Christmas of the show, Eve. Ted Anderson. And then Christmas Day, I think I just had a really good day by myself. I went to the beach. Oh, yeah, that's always smoked nice. Blunt. Christmas Day, uh, so my girlfriend had to work, but I had off on Christmas Day. And, uh, as is tradition at our house, we went to, uh, Diana's mom's house nice. for Christmas and we opened up all of our Christmas presents. We will presents. have so much winning if I get elected that you may some, get uh, bored with winning. I, I think some, I didn't hang up on Trump. He's just still talking. I, for some reason. I got some pretty cool stuff. I got a Rick and Morty puzzle. Ooh, you love puzzles. You know how much I love my puzzles. So I got a, a cool Rick and Morty puzzle. Um, I got, uh, uh, some pretty cool stuff. Oh, I got this this one thing. It's a um, it's a black light pen. So when you write with it, it's invisible. And oh. then you got a black light flashlight. And when you shine the flashlight on it, it shows up. Wow. And uh, I wrote some stuff on my body, and it was on there for almost a week. <laughs> That's amazing that it did not get those, washed off. Those black somehow. light pens, they're uh, pretty resilient. Wow, that just black like our dear ink. president. Yes, exactly. But don't shine a black light on Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Not after he's been in a Russian hotel. No. <clears throat> you no. never know what's going to come up. <clears throat> uh, I think we actually do know. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Christmas was pretty great. I got a, I got a book. It was a book uh, that's about um, the show Gravity Falls. Ooh. So I like to – I've been getting for the last couple Christmases <laughs> – been getting a lot of uh, books that are based on cartoons. Nice. And like uh, that good Rick and Morty pop out book. That good Rick and Morty book. Now, if I you're got at a Game home of Thrones pop out books, book. Give us a call at 808-873-3435. I don't think our listener base is really into books. No, they are into <laughs> Trump bombing other countries though, so that's nice. But then New Year's Eve was really great. What was so much what fun. was the uh, cuz you uh, I and friend of the show Shaheen. Shaheen. Who by the way, super funny last night. Very did funny. you catch his set? I did. Yeah, he was super funny. Um Good guy, that Shane. We all went to Roasted Chili's. We did. And, you know, around this time of the holiday, I like to tell people not to go near restaurants. If you live here, no. It's just the only time they're busy and you feel bad. But, however, um, Roasted Chili's, you told me, because when you told me that you had plans to go to Roasted Chili's, I was a little concerned. I was like, I don't know. It might be super duper busy because this is that time of year where everything's packed. And uh, they, they, you assured me that they assured you yeah, that it wasn't not going to be super busy. Yeah, not what you want necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> that it wasn't super busy. And uh, true to form, it was, uh, it was uh, not super busy. And food came out super yummy. Definitely enjoyed that. What place. was the name of that thing that you got, that you and Shane got? Um, it's chicken. They pound it out and they fill it with a little bit of veggies and cheese. They roll it up. It's called like chicken palumbra or something. <laughs> Not to be confused with what's going to happen to the moon later in the month. But then they put a, uh, roasted chili, like cream sauce on it. And it's really good. Hmm. And it's so dank. It's oh. so yum town. And then I got the lengua tacos. Ooh, baby. That's beef tongue. Yeah. Nothing oh, says yeah. New Year's Eve like lengua tacos. Hoo-hoo-hoo. And then we went back to my house and shot off some fireworks. Yeah. Some huge mortars. All the uh, neighborhood dogs were not happy. Mm. But your neighborhood kids in diapers shooting off Roman candles, very happy. Oh, yes. 
Gotta yeah. love Micronesians around the, around the holiday time. They love their fireworks, as do I. Mm. And it's the one thing that we bond over. <laughs> that and empty Heineken Good bottles in the street. illegal <laughs> fireworks. Yay Gotta to love everybody. illegal fireworks. And uh, big shout out to the Maui Police Department for doing their job again by not doing their job. I love the Maui Police Department, man. Like, they're there, but they're not there. It's amazing. You can totally just do crimes if you want them. They don't. They don't care about fireworks. They're not doing anything for fireworks. Um, there was a guy nearby my house. He was driving down South Kihei Road, and somebody shot a firework through his car window and Whoa. like burned him. So, guys, be careful when you're when yeah, you're sending off fireworks. Yeah, keep your windows rolled up on New Year's. And also, also, keep your windows rolled up. I don't want to b- put the blame on him. But he should have been using air conditioning. But I mean, <laughs> why were you driving your truck around and not home shooting off fireworks? Yeah, you know, can't you just keep your legs together? This wouldn't have happened. <laughs> yeah. Hold a Tic Tac between your knees. Uh-huh. Um, how about uh, other holiday food? Did you cook anything delicious for Christmas? My girlfriend made a Did lot of a sugar cookies. Ham? I gotta Ooh, say, sugar cookies. I gotta say, sugar cookies not my favorite cookie. I like chocolate chip cookies. I like sugar cookies if they're soft. I like Italian cookies. I like any soft cookie. I like the the Italian the hard crumbly dry Italian cookies. I like that's the only one where they crumbly they got the little gel in like the middle it's of got the, the thumbprint. <laughs> it's got like a little jelly type thing in the middle. Mm. Those are good. My grandma used to always have those. those are at our yum town. And then you dip them in your coffee. Mm. Like, you want some coffee? I'm like mm. I'm twelve, grandma. Mm. <laughs> I don't think my parents let me have coffee. It's like you can have coffee at 12, but not booze. Yeah, I think you should have booze. You can have wine, too. Nice. It's more of a European thing. I did buy a big thing of ham after the holidays because it was dirt cheap, and I've been eating so much yeah. ham, if you can't tell. Oh, I, I, forgot, like I forgot to go to Safeway and buy a uh, pork shoulder oh, or a man, pork butt. That's me, what, too. They're usually so cheap. Last year on New Year's Day, I went to Safeway, and they had all these leftover pork butts, and they were like 75% off. Oh, no. So I actually, get them I this actually year. bought two. But you know what? They're so good, I don't mind paying full price for yeah, them. Yeah, it's also like $5 more. Cut them up. You put them in a, in a crock pot. With a little bit of brown sugar mm, and some shoyu, brown sugar, You're ready to go, baby. Nice, no muss, no fuss, and you got tacos for two weeks. I like to do uh, root beer and habaneros in my crockpot. Ooh, yeah, I like mm. a little habanero in there. Mm. Always so good. I've been getting a good venison hookup from a good friend of the show, Ted Ted Anderson. Ted Anderson. More about him coming up on Comedy Corner. Down in the corner, comedy, comedy in, the in the street. We'll be talking about that later on the show. But first, we'll also be talking about spoiler alert. We got a lot of TVs and movies to talk about. In Morningwood, another porn star died. Wood. Oh, here's something I didn't know. Uh, I found out last night that you and Shahane met a porn star. We did. Where was this at? This is at the historic Eau Theater. Not to be confused with the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater, which Facebook doesn't recognize. Her name is Aubrey Smo. Snow and uh, you, show snow. It's, hold on, let me look it up. Aubrey show. I think it's Aubrey show. Aubrey show because she likes to show, not tell, which is also good for uh, for script writing. If and we then, have any burgeoning, uh, Shane texted <laughs> me the video. Her name is Audrey Show. Audrey Show, and you can see her in a, mu- in a video on xvideos.com called "She Arrived on Time and Left Cream Pied." <laughs> and it has two million views. I think I've seen that. Yeah, it's uh, it's okay. Okay. So it's really weird though because true story. And she was like filming something with Polly Shore. No, Polly Shore was out of Polly Shore. We're waiting for Polly Shore. Not yet. And I don't think we want Polly Shore. I've read. I read an article recently about about 
actors that were mainstream actors and then got into porn. Instead of the opposite. Instead of the opposite. Yeah, like Sasha Gray went the other way. She started out in porn and she was so successful that yeah. she crossed over into that episode Although of Entourage. She's way better <laughs> in uh, Kitty Cat Neighbor than she is in Entourage Season 6. Was she in anything else besides Entourage? I just remember her She's being in, in a couple episode. terrible like B movies where yeah. they try to be film noirs and gritty. Oh, they're just an hour and ten minutes. You know who else did that? Great. Paris Hilton. Yeah, Paris Hilton started off in porn, and then uh, eventually she had a TV show. Yep, and she was also in the movie like with the wax statues melted. Oh yeah, what is that called? House of Wax or something yeah, like that? Yeah, and it catches on fire. Ugh, she already looks like. A wax figure that kind of melted a little bit. So on the sh- in the show, uh, Paris Hilton, she's like super mean to Kim Kardashian, and now Kim Kardashian has more money and more fame. Wait, Paris Hilton? Yeah, had beef with Kim Kardashian. Now Kim Kardashian used to be like one of Paris Hilton's cronies on the show. Oh, and really? now the tables have turned. What on the the Simple Life? Yeah. What was the name of her other? No, the Simple Life friend? was the one with it's her and her sister. In like a trailer. No, it was like her friend. That's oh. not. That wasn't her sister. Oh, but lame. They, they have beef with each other. They were also. two blondes. Yeah, I heard she has beef curtains. Oh, I'm so glad Paris Hilton's not in the news anymore. Yeah, no, I'm really actually sad we just brought that up. If we could, every time we say the word Paris Hilton, it gives her a little bit of life. <laughs> it's like Tinkerbell. <laughs> Don't um, clap for Paris Hilton. Yeah. Now, if we could only get the Kardashians out of the spotlight, ah, the world would be a safer place. Someday they'll be gone. Someday. If I could live long enough to we'll see some Kardashian of the Kardashians die, I would be so happy. Yeah. If they ever make a statue of them, I hope we pull it down like we did in Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's a question for you. Speaking of holiday food, how you doing on your uh, Hershey bar? Um, this is actually a, a question that's been uh, my girlfriend is gonna pay twenty dollars to mail it to my dad. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, that's that was our solution. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those listening. I gave Chuck for Christmas a three-pound Hershey bar. Yeah, it's two and a half feet by three and a half feet. <laughs> it's a big Hershey. Let's just say it's big. I have to fold the seats down if I put it in my car. It's a big Hershey bar. And I remember I told you when I gave it to you, I was like, don't let this sit in your car overnight because there's one of these packages has a little bit of chocolate in it. Yeah, and I thought you were going to give me like a Lent calendar or something. <laughs> because, you know, I do a Lent calendar with chocolate. Vince does a Lent calendar with booze. It's great. Oh, my goodness. That Jim Beam Advent calendar. Nice, right? It was so nice. Yeah. So, th- if you guys don't know, the Advent calendar, it's a Jim Beam Advent calendar. It's for Jesus. And, uh, right. <laughs> and every day, it was uh, the 12 days of Christmas, uh-huh. every day had a little airplane bottle of Jim Beam in it, and they're all different flavors. So you can taste the flavors Well, there was Beam. like there was like three of the regular bourbon ones. They oh, would yeah. be like all, a couple different flavors, and then a, a regular old uh, Jim Beam bourbon. You know, I don't like Jim more Beam. Flavors. Some of the flavor ones are super yum-tap. It was not, it was not too bad. Yeah. The, there was an apple one that was pretty good. Ooh, baby. Some of them, like, I, I brought mixers for, and some of them uh, I, I drank straight. The apple one was pretty good straight. There's a there was like a cinnamon one which I drank straight, which was pretty good. Love the uh, cinnamon. There one. was a red stag. It was a red cherry. Ooh. It was like a cherry flavored bourbon, and I used that to make a Manhattan. Oh my goodness! Because mm. uh, I know you love your Manhattans, Chuck. I do. I have a um, I have a bottle of vermouth. 
and a bottle of bitters in the house. Nice. And I also took some of the not the not, not the maraschino cherries. Oh, the black ones. But the the dark ones, the Luxardo Ooh, cherries. That's now, the good ones. Any any booze sound knows that uh, a good cocktail needs a good cherry. And like, if you're making a Shirley Temple or something, you could just put one of those the yeah, white red for cherries. Yeah, children who we don't care about. Which are maraschino cherries are cherries that they like bleach. Yeah. And then they put red dye in them. It's yep. basically just red sugar dye. Yeah. And some sort of it's a cherry that didn't get ripe all the way. Right. And then and so they're nice and sweet, but Luxardo cherries are, real cherries are like real cherries that are also sugary and and they instead of coming in like a cherry juice, they come in like a syrup. Mm. And so uh I we have some of those at work, so I took home a, I I took home a cup of full of them mm. and uh, I've been making Manhattans at my house. You so like delicious. thick and viscous cherries. Give us a call at eight oh eight eight seven three thirty four thirty five. And speaking of of thick and viscous cherries more about porn stars you got anything else for morningwood yeah unfortunately friend of the show uh Macano torres killed himself at age 35 by jumping off a building in spain as we all know he was a gay uh porn guy or as uh jerusalem.net calls it queer porn industry hmm. and uh his real name pedro oliver pedro Pedro. He had so much to live for. And he threw himself off a roof in Spain. Huh. That sounds like the beginning of Lethal Weapon. Did you ever see Lethal Weapon? I did. Lethal Weapon, also a Christmas movie. We're playing taps for Pedro. So this is for you, Pedro, and all the other porn stars we've lost, and all the other porn stars we're going to lose this decade. So at the beginning of the movie Lethal Weapon, this... (laughs) uh, this, and like cut to 50 minutes from now. <laughs> this, uh, like, semi-naked blonde chick. Yeah. She wakes up in bed. It, she's, got, she's got Christmas decorations all over the house. You gotta start off with semi-naked blonde chick if you want to have a successful movie. Sure to hear first. She walks over to the table, which has a, a big piece of glass with a, a lot of cocaine just mm. scattered around on it. She does a line. She takes a sip of some alcohol. And then she gets... She gets up on the on the balcony and jumps off. That's what happens if you do cocaine, guys. You jump off roofs. I uh, she had so Jenny much to almost for did that in uh, Forrest Gump. Right. She didn't even finish all the coke. Ugh. She let all that coke go to waste. It's kind of sad. If you're gonna kill yourself by hitting the ground at nine meters per second squared, do all the coke before you do it. Nine point eight meters per second. Oh, uh, which squared really should round it to ten. Is the acceleration due to gravity? I remember that from my my uh, AP physics class. Thanks, M Dog. Thank you, Doctor. Mr. Moderazzo. Oh, you had a doctor for it, huh? Yeah. Ooh. Well, I don't know. I don't know. If he's, he's, a he's, a, he's a doctor the same way Ted Anderson's a doctor. Oh, right. <laughs> he couldn't write prescriptions. Speaking of Ted Anderson, <laughs> imagine if your teacher could write you prescriptions. That'd be great. <laughs> I, got a, I got a prescription for a tall glass of shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> Today's show is presented in a part by Pierce Brosnan's earrings. From golden eye to gold in ear, get pierced. And also by Benedict Cumberbatch's cookie dough, because the best batch is a Cumberbatch. I was lying in bed the other night, and I thought to myself, man, what was the last movie Pierce Brosnan was in? So I reached out, and I talked to my computer. I said, hey, Siri, what was the last movie Pierce Brosnan was <laughs> just in? just Siri ah! and It's there, always listening. That's terrible. There's, like, all these people at home whose Siri just turned on. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> so what do you think the last Pierce Brosnan movie he was in? Um... If you guess, I couldn't even guess. Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia Two Strikes Back. You 
are correct. Wait, he was in Mamma Mia The too? sequel to Mamma Mia. Wait, yes. wasn't that all like a while ago? That was in 2018. 2018? Yeah. He's That's, not in a lot of movies. That is That seems more so recent than ago. I thought for a Pierce Brosnan movie, and also more recent than I thought for a Mamma Mia sequel. Yeah. So, worst part about this is then my computer phone at home says... Do you want me to tell you more about Mamma Mia 2? <laughs> hey, Alexa, order diapers from Amazon. <laughs> All of our listeners just got some brand new diapers. That's right. Diapers are expensive, man. They're like 40 bucks back. That's why I said it. it's a great prank because oh, they're expensive. Yeah. Mm. So that's about it for Morningwood today. So another gay porn star. Also, died. you know that what sucked. else I can do with my Alexa? What? I, can, I bought a, an air purifier recently, yeah? and uh, the air purifier has Wi Fi. And so if you connect it to your Wi-Fi, you can access it from an app, or you can connect it to your Alexa app. Hey, Siri. So, <laughs> so, no, it worked again. So I can, the phone is always listening to you. So I can turn Alexa... I can tell Alexa to turn on my air purifier at home. Wow. And that also means that anytime I fart, Jeff Bezos knows all about it. Because <laughs> you know they're monitoring all my, you know, all my air Bezos. quality information. Uh, owns forty percent of the state's like voting machines. Well, he owns a company that makes the voting machines. Yeah. So I think uh, forty. <clears throat> no, not forty percent. I'm sorry, forty of the U.S. states. I think uh, the next president is going to be Amazon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Alexa. Alexa's going to be the new president. That would be great. We could ask her anything. Ah, we're going to take a quick commercial break coming Wait, after what? the show. Yeah, dude. Commercials. We're already at the half an hour mark, bro. Oh, my goodness. Wow, Polly Shore's really rubbing off, dude. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Vince, what's going on after the show? Speaking of rubbing off, half we're going to have hour. more Morningwood. No. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be talking biscuit news. Ooh, baby. We got spoiler alert. Yeah, we We do. got comedy corner and, of course, my favorite segment. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Where Chuck tries to prove he's the smartest buffalo in the room. Oh, Don't. also, a little fun fact. If you have an iPhone, if you put it on low power mode, it'll uh, deactivate Siri. Oh, good to know. More power to us. Hi, I'm Chuck Sauce. And I'm Vince Fody. Biscuits and gravy wouldn't be possible without the underwriting support of Valley Isle Motors' Jim Falk Ford. Located at 221 Pu'unani Avenue, Kahului. Open six days a week for new and used vehicle sales. For more info, call 808-877-3673 or visit online at valleyislemotors.com. Biscuits and gravy is heard live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. on KAKU 88.5, the voice of... Gravy. Aloha Maui, Archie Kalepa here, asking you to help protect our local coral reefs by switching your sunscreen. Avoid sunscreens with oxybenzone and octanoxate, two chemicals that can harm or kill corals. There are lots of safe for the reef choices. Get info at mauireefs.org slash sunscreen. Brought to you with Aloha by Maui Nui Marine Resource Council, Maui's Visitors Bureau, County of Maui, Office of Economic Development, and me, Archie Kalepa. 
Aloha, this is Michael with the Pakalolo Show and my co-host, the Pakalolo Girl. Every Friday, 3 p.m. on KAKU 88.5 FM, the voice of Maui. We'll talk about all our favorite streams and products, get you guys up to speed on the 420 news of the week, and you definitely don't want to miss our weekly show and tell where we'll bring on Pakalolo growers, Pakalolo musicians, and cannabis educators. And a big mahalo to Wowie Maui Candy Bar, our underwriter at WowieMaui.com. Aloha. Did it wow. say Wowie Maui? Yeah. I thought it was Maui Wowie. That was a Pacalolo show, baby. Apparently, Pacalolo show. you can talk about smoking weed in the air. Did you know that? Well, it's never stopped us before. Well, that's right. We talk about drugs all the time, baby. Because <laughs> it's biscuits and gravy. Let's talk more about uh, doing drugs. Cooking in comedy. Also, stuff on TV. At the beginning. Porn and conspiracies. Biscuits and gravy. Cooking and comedy, watching stuff on TV, pointing conspiracies, biscuits and gravy. All right. So at the beginning of Lethal Weapon, uh, when we get introduced to Mel Gibson's character, and he's trying to uh, he's trying to bust this cocaine ring, so he has very unlike Mel Gibson in real life. So he has to go to a place where they're selling Christmas trees. Uh, and, uh, you know, in movies, the drug, the, the, like the narcotics officer always has to check the Coke to make sure it's good. You know, also in real life, they just check it all day, every day. And then they find out he's a cop and when he tries to bust him, so then he gets into this gunfight with them. Mm -hmm. And at one point the guy's holding the gun to his head and he's like, do it, do it, shoot me. And he's like grabbing the guy and acting all crazy. And I'm like. I don't think he's crazy. He's just super coked up. He yeah. did a huge line. He huge. did a huge like knife bump. Yeah, they always have, like a Bowie <laughs> knife sticking into the package. Right, it's like a huge. He does like a huge Bowie knife the, bump the of cocaine. Of what would be seventy dollars of cocaine? And they're like, I think that guy. All the all the fellow police officers are like, I think he's suicidal. He's crazy. No, he just is super coked up. Yeah, and dude. then and then the, and then got he's into a, a knife a gunfight with all these guys, and uh, you can't really blame him. Can't blame him. Can't blame him. Lethal Weapon, a Christmas movie. Isn't that Is weird? Mm. I had I, I said the you same thing about joke. Die Hard. Yeah. Yeah, and Pearl Harbor. <laughs> I watched Die Hard uh, thinking it was a Christmas movie. There's nothing about Jesus in Die Hard. Not enough. He walks on glass instead of yeah, water. That's what... <laughs> I like that. It's pretty good, Chuck. Yeah, but that's my take on it was just because a movie takes place in December doesn't make it a Christmas movie. Nope. If if that was true, then my favorite Christmas movie would be Pearl Harbor. That movie sucks. Just kidding. That movie's so stupid. Pearl Harbor would never be my favorite anything movie. Mm. Is that when Cuba Gooding Jr. got in the doghouse? Like, he had a movie, and then after that, his next five movies were terrible. No, I think it was Men of Honor or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. Actually, Men of Honor wasn't too bad. It was yeah. about a guy who was like he wanted to be a a, a diver. Yeah, and they were and like go down like a diver. And and like in a you movie. can't go underwater you're in a black, diving you thing because you're swim. black. <laughs> it's just like I think just let him go in a diving bell. Yeah, everyone looks the same <laughs> if you're in a dive suit. Yeah, skin color doesn't matter when you're twenty thousand leagues under the sea. Oh, whoa! Let's talk. Let's talk about, let's uh, talk about something books. that's been. No, let's talk, <laughs> let's talk about sex, baby. Oh, let's talk about you and me. You hear that sound, Chuck? Wow, that's not going to be one thing and one thing only. It's time for biscuit and or gravy news. That's right. And of course, no, no stranger to the biscuit and or gravy news segment. Red Lobster's back in the news. Yeah, 
Red, red Lobster. Red Lobster for a limited time. I just found out Red Lobster is going to be selling special Bloody Marys, which are topped with shrimp, a lobster claw, and a nice. Cheddar Bay Biscuit. No effing tootin' way. So you can order a Bloody Mary, yeah. and when it comes out, there's going to be a lobster claw, some shrimp, and a cheddar bay biscuit on top Dude. of your bloody mary topping it all off. Dude. I've I've seen some pretty awesome bloody marys in my time. I like the ones that have the little mini burger sliders on them. Mm-hmm. Um I like, I like that have 5 ounces of vodka in them. <laughs> yeah, those are always uh good. Like, those, you're just drinking vodka and hot sauce. Those are the kinds that we used to make. Remember? <laughs> we used to come <laughs> over to my house and we'd make bloody marys we all the time. We would finish off a bottle and go try to play scrabble at Camp 3. It was great. Yeah. Good old public beaches. Oh, man, I miss playing Scrabble. Mm, those I, were the days I'm before trying we had to, our lovely girlfriends. I'm trying to remember an anecdote about playing Scrabble, but I'm drawing a blank. Oh, no. So get out to all your local uh, island uh, red lobsters, I guess. We yeah. don't have any red lobsters, do we? AKA, Is there one on Oahu? Uh, no. There's no red lobsters? But it, Olive are Garden there any opening red- up talks to... Coming up here, it's like it's a country talking to another country. I don't but know. Olive Garden's supposed to be coming they, out. To they've Oahu. been they've been saying that we've been g- going to get a Dunkin' Donuts on Maui for. Oh no! Forever. I went to a Dunkin' Donuts on Oahu and it was terrible. Hmm. I don't understand why we don't have a Dunkin' Donuts here. I think it would do really well. I need a Bruce Springsteen themed restaurant, don't you? Wh- where they only sell string beans that are grown in the U.S. And maybe they would do a little bit of this. One, two, three, four. Well, there's all you kids out there that hate your mom and pop forcing you to eat everything that's on your dinner plate every night. Yeah, when I was a little kid, see, I never liked to eat. That place is Bruce Springsteen. That's Bruce Springsteen? Yeah. It sounds like, that sounds like a, the, what she the, put in it, in it sounds like well, the folk singer from Red and Stimpy. Oh, chicken lips and lizard hips and alligator eyes. Oh, Them yeah. And buzzard eggs and salamander and tasty salamander toenail thighs. pies. Salamander thighs. Salamander, yeah, salamander thighs and tasty toenail pies. Ooh, speaking of salamander thighs, can I do a quick conspiracy cookbook? Yeah, dude. We haven't done any conspiracy cookbooks in a while, but not in a decade. But because, <laughs> but because, uh, because of what's going on in the news right now, uh, I think this is very apropos. Um, everybody's all mad. Mm-hmm. And all butthurt that President Trump is starting a war with Iran, and people are saying that it's just because he wants to take the uh, the focus off the fact that he's been impeached. Why would the president? And it's want to help him to get focus it's off of that. Help him get reelected, or it's just because that our our Secretary of War used to be a lobbyist for a weapons company. <laughs> and I say, forget all that. Okay, guys, forget all that. I want to tell you the real reason why we're going to war with Iran. Is it now, has to do with lizards? <clears throat> it certainly does. Now, a couple of years ago. It certainly does, Chuck. It certainly it does. It certainly does. Now, this is true, okay? We make a lot of, we make we a lot of jokes. We are a non educational show here, and what Vince Foti is about to share with us right now is the truth, nothing short of the truth, and the truth in its entirety. Everybody, tune in, tune up, shut down, and listen in to the Vince Foti Truth Hour. Now, this is 100% true. A couple of years ago, uh, <clears throat> the, the United States government was kind of concerned about Iran's nuclear program. Chew. So what did we decide to do to spy on them? Use satellites. No. Okay. That would be too easy. Uh, use diplomacy dis- to make sure that they have nuclear power and don't enslave women. 
No. Okay. That was what Obama tried. Oh. Obama tried to do this whole thing where he Not signed my president. A, where he signed a deal with with Iran to get them to kind of stop making nuclear progress and uh President Trump through his vast amounts of genius decided to tear that up. Mhm. Um because we've got bigger issues. We've got bigger fish to fry in <laughs> Iran. Now, in Iran, Salmon fishing. We want we, <laughs> we wanted to keep an eye on what they were doing with their nuclear program. So what did we do? We found out that there's a certain type of lizard that can absorb radiation. And we sent these lizards. Hold on. This is like how Godzilla starts. <laughs> it is a little Godzilla-esque. But this is, Godzilla. 100, this is 100% true. These lizards are uh, they're sensitive to radiation and they can absorb radiation and then we can study them to see uh, what kind of radiation that they've been absorbing. And so we took these lizards and we released them in Iran for the lizards to spy on the Iranian nuclear program. Now, this is 100% true. Now, here's where Conspiracy Cookbook comes in. Because I am willing to posit that <laughs> these lizards became radioactive... And turned into lizard people. Clearly. And now we've got radioactive lizard people. Radioactive lizard people. Running around Iran. And that's the real reason we need to bomb Iran. And they're controlling Iran. And now we got we to gotta bomb them to get rid of the radioactive lizard people. What do you think, Chuck? <laughs> it is a little Godzilla-esque. It makes sense. Whoa, whoa, Godzilla! And it only makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> On the Chuck Thompson Truthometer 3000, where does that fall? Oh, 3,000%. Uh, 3,000%. You heard it here first, folks, on Biscuits and Gravy. Now, of course, if you're a true biscuitier, if you're a true gravy, gravy gal, if you're a true biscuit boy, you're thinking to yourself, well, what if we nuke Iran? Wouldn't that make the lizard people even more powerful? Let's do it anyway. Um, well, we just have to make sure we don't drop nuclear bombs. Hmm. We just have to drop f bombs, carpet bombs, <laughs> carpet bombs. Yeah, let's carpet bomb those lizard people out of extinction mm. or into extinction. Let's not carpet bomb the Oriental <clears throat> rugs, though. We already them. radiated them out of extinction. <laughs> now we have to bomb them back to extinction. Bomb them. Back. That sounds like a sequel to a movie. Speaking of extinction, you know what show is extinct? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. But that doesn't mean we can't still use the Game of Thrones theme. No. For our spoiler alert theme. We only theme. got like 15 minutes left of the show, baby. All right. Well, let's let's get into spoiler alert. Wiener, this is the, wiener, wiener. This is the nuts and bolts of the show. Guys, it's turning into KAKU, KAKU 88.5. I am Chuck Sauce. He is Vince Fody. Together, we are Biscuits and Gravy. <laughs> you are dripping Chuck Sauce right now. Now. If you haven't turned into HBO yet, turn into HBO. Baby, have you seen the Watchmen series? Wait, how are you watching HBO? Because uh, I canceled my HBO subscription. Oh, really? <laughs> when did you cancel it? Um, Like like mid-December, so it should be just getting ready to run out. Oh, okay. Well, I, good. I finished everything I wanted to watch. I'm going to start it back up in February. Though, yeah. So. You, just, you don't like to do it 12 months in a row because you want to teach HBO that they're not perfect. Right. I mean, HBO is a terrible user format, and then they only have Ben Affleck movies. Right, exactly. All the HBO shows, pretty good. It, the movies that HBO produces, also good, mm -hmm. but the movies that they choose to buy to terrible. show, 
terrible. You're scanning it through and you're like, oh, this is a Christian Bale movie I've never heard of. It has to be good. And then you watch Equilibrium? it and it's not good. Equilibrium is a pretty good movie. No, but that's not an issue. That's when they're burning all the art. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like fair enough. Go home and watch Equilibrium, guys. That's yeah, a very a underrated early 2000s Christian Bale movie. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, the movies that they show on HBO are like the movies that you get in like the dollar bin at a gas station. And still don't buy. And still, <laughs> it's only a buck. And he's, Dolly Parton, X-Men? What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk spoiler alert. You let's and I, it, baby. of course, the thing on the tip of everybody's tongue, Star Wars. Yeah, dude. Spoiler well, alert. Like a, a Amazing. Rick, I just did a Rick Sanchez. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> Kylo Ren dies. He does die, doesn't he? He does die, yeah. Spoiler alert. Well, he goes into the universe. Also, spoiler alert, Palpatine's still alive. Yep, still alive. <clears throat> Remember when Palpatine died? Yep, Guess didn't what? die. Didn't die. He's back. He using, was in the universe making more Using chips. Sith power. Just like Mitch McConnell. You think he's gone, and then all of a sudden he's back. Mitch McConnell is just like him. He probably like, recruits new politicians like, the force is strong. Sith McConnell. Sith McConnell. <laughs> I got into a Facebook argument about politics and Star Wars with one of my friends online. Mm. And, um, Typical. He, he was contesting like, oh, you're making it sound like Republicans are the dark side. And I'm like, if you don't understand that Republicans are the dark side, then you know even less about Star Wars than you, you do, do politics. about politics. Because... For crying out loud, Newt Gunray was named after Newt Gingrich. Yeah. And this was like 10 years ago, and he's still out there uh, crawling so around. Funny. Disgusting. Today's show is brought to us by Taylor Swift's Overnight Alterations. Sometimes you need a tailor, and sometimes you need a Taylor Swift. Catering for the Biscuits and Gravy Show was presented in part by James Franco's Hot Dogs. His Franks are frankly <laughs> the best. So in Rise of Skywalker, um, in the second in the second movie of the trilogy we find out that ray's parents were nobodies mm-hmm. but then we found out in the third movie that was a sith lie yep his, her parents are somebody her parents were actually palpatine yeah and palpatine she's like the great she's like the, off, the granddaughter of emperor palpatine yeah and that's, that's why she, she that's powers. why she was so uh force sensitive spoiler alert in the movie she almost turns to the dark side and she makes a shit blow up from the midair and so. uh, there was what uh, there was a couple things in the movie that that made people angry. The only thing I didn't uh, like was the fact that Kylo Ren at one point, you know how they're like sort of like bonded together so they can talk to each other mm-hmm. and see each other's surroundings and everything. At one point, he reaches out through that force bond and grabs, and, her and grabs like a necklace. And I didn't even think that was possible. And it only they only used it for that one kind of little thing in the movie. And it's like, why are we going to add all new force powers to the canon when you're just going to use it in that one moment? Well, it might show up in The Mandalorian because in the movie, they're able to cure each other through touching each other, too. And then in The Mandalorian episode, you find out that Yoda right. can cure people by touching But them. nobody is, like, force teleporting objects. Mm. Um, I didn't care for that. Or are they? Are I've, no, I've never not. seen it in any other Star Wars thing. Also... Talk about the Republican Party, the military-industrial <laughs> complex on the Empire side. <laughs> Terrible, dude. Um, here's a question for you. Have you seen The Witcher? No, what do I you, have not. What do you know about The Witcher? It, it was originally a video game, and then they turned Wrong. it into a media se- No, no, not okay. a, no. It was originally a book series. What? Yeah, Books. so it was a book series. <laughs> it was a book series, and then the book series got adapted into a very popular video game franchise. Oh, okay. Um, there's been right. there's been like three of them, and then 
then they made a a Netflix mini series, and uh, the, it's been getting a lot of acclaim. There's Actually, a little bit of nudity in it. Uh, there is a little bit of nudity. So Chucky e. T likes it. The the chick who plays the 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 main uh, girl, she appears topless, mm-hmm. and uh, let me just say it's very enjoyable. She got real witching tits. <laughs> I don't think you can say that. On the radio, I don't know, um, but no, no, listen to the show. But, <laughs> but it's a pretty good show. As a matter of fact, for all those people, there's there's been a lot of people that were fans of Game of Thrones that mm-hmm. have turned against Game of Thrones because of how bad season eight was. Yeah, season eight terrible. And now all the people that are that are fantasy fans are all about Witcher now. And I gotta say, it's it's not the best show, but it's pretty but good. It ain't bad now. Uh, the first season was pretty solid. Rushed and- through Game of Thrones because they wanted it. They got booked to do Disney Star Wars, but Game of Thrones was so bad that Disney kicked them out of doing the Star Wars. Disney kicked D and D to the curb. Yeah, like, as you should. Like they should last put their, decades garbage. They should put their mouth to the curb. Is what they should do. Oh, like in American History X. Yeah, yeah. I think they deserve that. I think so too. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> We're gonna put your curb mouth st- to the curb. Curb stomp D and D. Um, so yeah, The Witcher has been getting a lot of praise from, from fantasy fans online. Mm. Um, it's, and because there's, it's already a book series that's written, there's plenty of source material, so you don't have to worry about the writers running out of source material and hacking it up like Game of Thrones. This is for you, Witcher. Um, also, Mr. Robot season, the series finale of Mr. Whoa. Robot. Also, you're probably the only one who watched the show. It was like me and like one of my friends on Facebook are the pretty much the only people that watched Mr. Robot. And uh, I got to say, there, there's been some up and downs. Sometimes I watch that show and I'm like, I don't think I like this show. But then sometimes <laughs> I watch it. Why do you it, keep watching But it? then sometimes I watch it and I'm like, this show's pretty good. If you get high and watch Mr. Robot, there's some really good scenes hmm. where it's they have this thing. I don't like to get high. They're with really TV. good at using songs in scenes that really complement the scene really well. So it's pretty good. Uh, the series finale worth watching. If you're if you're a fan of good serial dramas, Mr. Robot's always a good way to go. Mm. They they did this thing at the end, which is sort of like the the end of the Sopranos series, where it's like one of the second to last episodes is like. Uh, hour-long dream sequence, oh, no. which I'm not really a fan of, but it kind of plays into the Mr. Robot plot a little bit better. So I don't know; it's pretty good. Although uh, you know, The Watchmen did an hour-long dream sequence episode too. Watchmen but, was so good. The series, going the season the past, finale the of Watchmen. Well, that wasn't a dream sequence though. That was her absorbing His the memories. the memories of her grandfather, mm. who it turned out was spoiler alert. Hooded Justice. Yeah. Who was also spoiler alert? Now I know what white. you're thinking. Hooded Justice, he was white, right? Well, yeah. not if you just put white around the eyes. And then put the hood over the rest And then of put it. the hood over the rest, and then you white up your hands, or you wear gloves or something like that, and all of a sudden, a black superhero becomes a white so superhero. So Jeremy Irons is the other guy, and they're banging each other, right? Of Jeremy Irons' irons? Yes. Uh, I don't think Jeremy Irons... Hooded Justice was banging one of the other guys in, like, the the... Uh, okay. Yeah, but then that wasn't that Jeremy Irons who then got went to the other planet. I don't think it was Jeremy Irons. It was it was another superhero. Then who was Jeremy Irons? Jeremy Irons was um, Ozymandias, who was oh. like the main baddie oh, okay. of the Watchmen series. Mm. Uh, Mandalorian season one, so good, has finished up. So choice. Um, Nick Nolte, it's bad for you. Nick Nolte, not Fan, bad for the show. Friend though. of the show, Nick Nolte. Was was uh, pretty good in there. There's a mm. lot of great cameos, mm. 
Everybody from Brian Posehn to Bill Burr. So funny. Um, Amy Sedaris. There's so many I know, great cameos in that show. Um, and, of course, Giancarlo Esposito. You know him as Gus Fring from yep. Breaking Bad. He plays Moff Gideon. Uh, and in the very last episode, spoiler alert, we find out that not only is he not dead, but he also has the Darksaber. The Darksaber was a, a force weapon that was created by the very first Mandalorian to ever be a Jedi. Mm. And so he created the first and only black Darksaber it's like a it's a black lightsaber. Yeah, and then not to uh, confuse the black light. When Mandalorian got raided, it fell into the hands of Moff Gideon, mm-hmm. and uh, he's a pretty evil guy. So, so evil. we're gonna be we're Just gonna be as following evil as that. Plus Fring. Can't wait to see season two of The Mandalorian. Um, somebody also told me they're making a, an Obi-Wan series. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm so stoked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm kind of glad that this Star Wars thing trilogy has ended because it's like now we can put all that aside and do other Star Wars movies in the Star Wars that universe. we all want to see. Yeah, there's so much cool stuff. What about Darth Bane? Mm-hmm. What about Dark uh, Plagueis? I want to see a movie where we see what Darth Vader looks like growing up. I want to see jo- I want to see Jar Jar Binks be tortured. Uh, I don't and, see any and Jar, killed. Jar Jar Binks ever again. What if he's being tortured though? I mean, how long? Wouldn't could, that be sweet? How gruesome could it be on <laughs> Disney Plus? <laughs> um, let's see. Westworld season three is coming out in 2020. New Curb Your Enthusiasm is oh, coming out. I'm so excited! January 19th. Larry David of Seinfeld fame. Funny, funny show. Rick and Morty season four part two is mm. coming out sometime after the Super Bowl. Will there be dragons in it? And uh, Better Call Saul uh, is coming out February twenty third. So wow. keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, very much looking forward to a new season of Better Call Saul. It's been a while. Wrong. It's been a while. So good. Well, now, guys. Before we get into the end of the show, there's just a couple things we got to wrap up for. Let's uh, do it, baby. For Comedy thanks, Corner. Thanks so much for doing the show today, man. I'm dying over here. Oh, man. Down on the corner. Make it. Comedy in the street. Let's play a little Blues Brothers. Yeah, everybody. As you know, Biscuits and Gravy, we do not just talk about porn stars and lizards, people, but we are comedians on the island of Maui. Right. And uh, so one of my. One of my favorite comedians, Willie Simon. He was here on Island for the holiday season um, for like Christmas and right up until New Year's Eve. Um, He is just one of my faves. He's a a local boy. He's he's working at a comedy club. He's a regular at a comedy club um, in L.A., he came here and did the show. As soon as I heard that him and Callahan were going to be here, and there was also a girl named Babs. Babs Gray. Babs Comedy Gray. Central. Check her out, everybody. Super, she's super funny. Uh, she's uh, was featured on Comedy Central online. Um, oh my god, they were all so funny. Mm-hmm. And so when I heard about this show, I was like, I got to get on this show. Oh, I was so excited. So I requested off. I switched. I pulled some strings and I was able to get on the show. And uh, not only was Willie Simon super funny, but. I don't want to toot my own horn, but I had a really good set. You did? I had a really good set, and I really enjoyed myself. A good uh, set was had by all. Yeah, so that was really fun. And uh, now if you're a fan of local Maui comedians that have gone to L.A. and made it big, well, guess what? What? Our, Our actual... Friend of the show, who's what? been on the show multiple times, Chino LaForge. He's taken over when I've been gone. We almost got arrested one time with him on the, <laughs> on way, the way to the to radio the show. show. We got pulled over by a cop for smoking weed, and the cop well, let us. blowing a red light. The cop, well, yeah, that's. <laughs> 
He is going to be on island. The cop? <laughs> Gino LaForge is going to be on island. And guess who he's touring with? Who? Ari Shafir. The Ari Shafir. Ari Shafir. Comedy Central. And Comedy Central, this is not happening. He's got a Netflix special. He's got a he's got a show on Comedy Joe Central Rogan's called podcast. This Is Not Happening. He's in one of my favorite episodes of The Dollop. Yeah. Did you ever listen to that episode? No. There's an episode of The Dollop that's about Levi Levi Strauss. Oh my god, got to listen to it today. And Ari Shafir is uh, is the guest on the episode. So good. So Chino LaForge is the godfather of Maui comedy, the founder of Power Up Comedy. So funny. Um, he, all these shows. All these he shows. He is going to be at the McCoy Theater. The real McCoy. With Ari Shafir, he's playing that on Friday, January 17th, two days before the new Curb Your Enthusiasm. And then three days after the new Curb Your Enthusiasm, this is a, we're, this is a A-C-E. We're, everything is new Curb Your Enthusiasm time. Everything. Uh, there's going to be a show at the Pro Arts Theater, uh, Chino LaForge and, and all the Power Up Comedians. That's going to be Wednesday, January 22nd. Wow. So much kind of look forward to. Now, we got to finish off the show with Chuck's Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Got to be super quick. We got one minute and 18 seconds. Uh, that is correct. Uh, we've It's only 11.55. We got to get off early, man. New decade, new rules. <laughs> There's always new rules for us to break. Laws are meant to be broken, right, Chuck? All right, our first question comes from Jeff in Pensacola, Florida. <laughs> Jeff wants to know, who is on the $2 bill? I think we might have done this question before. And I think I still don't know the answer. Uh, $2 bill. Truman? Truman? Yeah, no. From the Truman Show? Yeah. Hold on, I think I, think I have a $2 bill. Here you go. I'll let you look at it. Here's a $2 bill for you. I'll just let you look at it real quick. Who is it? No Googling, Chuck. Who's on the $2 bill? Oh, Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson. Is Why is he only $2, $2, man? What's that? $2 bill, huh? Yeah, it seems like he should be on something better than a $2 bill. Yeah. And meanwhile, I mean, like Franklin's got, on the 100 We got that hack Hamilton uh, dude. on the $10 bill, and he was against a centralized bank. And don't even get me started. I know. And so what do they put him on? The most common bill ever. Right. He wouldn't even want to be on a $10 bill. And then don't get me started about the $20 bill, that masochist. <laughs> oh, man. If you hate Native Americans, you're going to love the $20, $20 bill. bill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Our second question comes from Jamie in Bend, Oregon. She hey, wants to know, bend over, Jamie. What is the rough translation of Old Lang Syne? As you know, around oh around New Year's Eve, everyone sings the song Old, Old Lang Syne. I think it's Gaelic. Most people don't really know what it means. It means good luck. Old Lang Syne? Yeah. Doesn't mean good luck. Oh. You, um, you know what, what the, the song is about? New, the New Year's? It's about should old acquaintance be forgot Oh, and never oh, brought to mind. Hey, hey, no. It's, oh, about, no. it's about friends. It's about remembering. It's about remembering old times past. And the literal translation is old long since, but it's basically a Gaelic phrase, which means like for old times sake. <laughs> old Lang Syne means old times sake. just messaged me, Franklin deserves the hundred. He invented everything. <laughs> he invented bifocals. He discovered electricity. 
He had uh, a lot of oh, illegitimate gotta, uh, children in France. Yeah, Gotta dog. love Ben Franklin. Who doesn't have illegitimate children in France? Okay. Our third and final question comes All from right. I'm dying today, man. I'm dying. Monica, California. And as you know, our third question is always a sports question. Oh, they're going to bump us off the air. All, All right, right. Let's go. Our question is, what movie slash TV show follows the exploits of a Texas high school football team? Um... Billy Bob Thornton played yeah. the coach in the movie. What is uh, something night? Yeah. Um, Which night? Varsity. Uh, fr- Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights is absolutely correct. All right. Wow. Full, uh, <laughs> clear right. eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Stay tuned for next week for more Biscuits Gravy on KUK, the voice of Maui. Big shout out to our studio producers, Vince Fody, and uh, everyone who's makes with Biscuits and Gravy, the best show in the world. Thanks to Tony Tito for not kicking us off. Hello. Hello.